The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped looking downcast. One of them named Cleopas said to him in reply, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, what sort of things? They said to him, the things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. How our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh, how foolish you are. How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were open and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, the Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> I think this is my favorite year, my favorite week in all of the liturgical year, the, the octave of Easter, where we hear each day a resurrection story from one of the Gospels. And each of the stories has, I think, something in common that the, uh, the early disciples or the followers of Jesus, uh, until they really received their faith back, 
it was hard for them to believe. So faith was a very important element and belief in recognizing the risen Christ. And we kind of see that in each of the stories, but we see it especially today in the story of the two disciples on that road to Emmaus. We have two disciples leaving Jerusalem because they are dejected, they are grieving, they are sorrowing. Their hope has vanished because the person they thought would you know, be the Messiah uh, was crucified and died a tragic death. And so they leave the others and they are walking away from the community, dejected and grieving. Their faith is lacking. And what happens? Jesus appears in their midst or is in their midst and they don't recognize him in the beginning because of that lack of faith. And throughout this kind of encounter and story with Jesus, that faith gradually is restored. And it's very important to understand how it is restored. They kind of give their um, telling of the story of things that happen in a very faithless way. They're just recounting the terrible things that took place. Jesus kind of takes that in, listens to it, kind of responds back to them with scripture. He speaks to them all the, the places in scripture where it talks about uh, Jesus, the Messiah, and what his role is about. That begins a, a spark of faith in their lives. At the end, it says, weren't our hearts burning as he spoke scripture to us? So the beginnings of that faith return. The second action that's very important, they invite him to stay with them, stay with us. It's an act of charity and generosity. Stay with us, which opens them even further in that generous act to having their faith restored and recognizing who is in their midst. And finally, the last action, the breaking of bread, a very important sign for the early Christian community. It's a sign and remembrance of the Last Supper. It is the sign for the early Christian community in a very real way of the presence of Christ in their midst. And with that sign, their faith is totally restored. They recognize him and he vanishes. But with that newfound faith, they return to the community that they were leaving to share with that community their experience, to continue to upbuild the community of faith and their belief in the risen Lord. That process is a very important process for us as a Christian community. I think one of the very essential ways in which we live that process is when we come to share Eucharist with one another. We come as a believing community. We don't come as individuals who are coming to, um, to be part of a private prayer or a private devotion. The Eucharist is a communal experience. It's a community of faith that gathers every time we gather to celebrate Eucharist. And that community of faith is a very important element in what we are doing. Because as a community of faith, we open our hearts to the reading of scripture and the reflection on the word of God, which is the part of the liturgy we are in at this moment. 
We don't listen to scripture from an academic point of view. We listen with ears and hearts of faith and belief. And it is in that listening that we are able to encounter the risen Christ. It is at the breaking of the bread, the second part of our Eucharist, that we encounter the Christ in the most perfect way we can in our lives today as a Christian people. Again, with faith and belief, and as part of the Christian community. So our participation in this Eucharist is important, not only for ourselves, but for each other. We help the faith of one another. We bolster that faith. We build the faith of each other with our presence, with our participation, with our willingness to be engaged during this time of liturgy. When we're singing, that we're singing. You know, when we're dialoguing uh, in the dialogues of Mass, that we are responding back and forth. That's a faith expression of our belief and what we have come to experience. And so as the faith community, each one of us has a responsibility to enhance the faith of the community by our presence and by our participation with each other. And so in this story, Scripture the breaking of bread, and generosity are three important elements encountering the Lord. That's what our Christian life is asking us to do. That is where we experience the Lord, the risen Lord, in our daily lives.